Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs of Future Tech Podcast. So I'm here with uh, Kidara Samant, uh, the CTO and co-founder of Simility, and we're going to be talking about fraud detection. So, Kidara, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me over. Yeah, so tell me about uh, Simility. You work with fraud, fraud prevention, but fraud where and how, and give me a little bit of background. Sure. Um, so, yeah, my, my background, I've been in the uh, fraud space for uh, oh, 13, 14 years now. Um, got introduced in the financial crime space uh, with the likes of online poker, uh, you know, solving a lot of the transaction fraud, money laundering, overall gaming fraud. That was kind of my introduction in the space. Uh, but essentially, you know, building uh, stack, engineering stack uh, product that can help catch many of these anomalies and and, and uh challenging data problems in the space. Um, and after that, I, I spent a lot of time at Google for about uh, seven plus years or so. Uh, again, you know, so solving some of the interesting problems in fraud, anomaly detection, uh, specifically in the space uh, in, in ads, uh, in commerce, in consumer products. Uh, so that kind of was a very um, uh, interesting and, and enriching experience uh, to see how and how to build um, uh, large enterprises cater towards finding fraud. Um, and since then, um, uh, came out of Google uh, and with my co-founders, uh, we started Similarly uh, with the focus of, of helping large enterprises, uh, you know, solve these problems uh, in their respective areas, so from um, from financial crimes, account onboarding, from account access, overall. Uh, tackling fraud in their their enterprise. I would bet the fraud industry has tons of um, misconceptions. Can you tell me a little bit about what it's really like versus what the public thinks? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know uh, fraud is is a fairly uber term. Uh, you know, and once you start kind of getting into the details of what exactly you know, are you, uh, what are the typical problems? What are you solving for? What is the direction in this uh, of this area? You know, then you kind of get into specific. Uh, um, you know, some of the key ones I would say is, is um, you know, the, the notion of, of security and, and fraud, you kind know, of getting closer together, right? Um, you have uh, data and data breaches, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the more known, uh, you know, understanding of, 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 of the space where, you know, your identity data is already compromised, is, you know, your data is already available out there, and now using that how fraud is is committed um, i mean that adds kind of the second layer of, of complexity to the problem which is very different from what it was i would say a decade a decade and a half ago um so you're you're seeing that transition and 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 that's what we are kind of you know managing for do you um you have to do a lot of reconnaissance out in the field you know going on forums and saying hey um how would you get around this this company's uh firewall or how would you get around this or that do you you do a lot of like espionage to find out how you know what the latest fraud is or attempts are against the company. Right. So I mean, you can you can kind of break down um, the fraud space into kind of three three key areas, right? So when you look at your 
And as an enterprise, whether I'm a bank or whether I'm an, uh, an online service provider, an e-commerce merchant, um, I'm looking at kind of three key areas uh, when it comes to engaging my user. One is, is creating an account. So a new account gets created, a new user gets created. Do I know who this user is? Right? Do I know, is this user good or bad? Um, do, I, do I know if this user is actually impersonating and, and has stolen an identity of someone else? That's kind of the one choke point or one area where you have to uh, prove again. Uh, second, you, you could say is access. Right? You're looking at how your, your end users and customers uh, authenticate, access your services, whether it is a bank, whether it is a, you know, online classified. Uh, so these are the areas that we operate in. And, you know, that, that access, risk-based of uh, access is second you want to. And the third is, 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 is the notion of transaction, right? So whether you're doing transactions which are buying, selling, moving money, um, you know, making a listing, clicking on an ad, any event that is that is a transaction or a user event that that you want to analyze and say, hey, this is a fraudulent field or not. So those three are the key pieces that that all enterprises are are um, you know wanting to solve and, and prove again. Uh, we play in that space. Is is we make sure that we help our uh, enterprises, our our customers, uh, our partners uh, to understand and to protect um, you know all our aspects of user touch points, all aspects of user engagement. And that's what we call as a, a continuous assurance, right? We, we continuously assure our enterprises that each and every action of our user, of their users, is this action a, a, a good organic uh, action uh, event or whether this is suspicious or fraudulent, right? And in that space, you're, you're getting into the notion of, of, of reducing the friction for your good users where you know, 99.9% of the time, uh, these engagements are clean. Um, uh, you know, for 98% of the time, these engagements are clean. These are 2% of the times where they are they are not clean and we catch those. Uh, so that's our, our core uh, core offering. Um, and to that end, you know, there are multiple aspects. You know, as you said, uh, going into the forum and 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 looking at uh, compromised identity, understanding behavior analytics to say that hey, how this user is using the device, um, you know, so kind of doing the behavior biometrically um, or looking at third-party data around, you know, identity, license, um, bureau data, and so on, putting that data together and then kind of evaluating that user engagement. So, you know, it's a full spectrum there, but the focus is on catching the bad guys in those three uh, touch points. How has fraud been uh, evolving or changing over the past few years? What are you noticing in the trends? Yeah, good, good, good point there, right? So if you if you you know uh, go back in the you know uh, you know for, for fraud as an area is is there since beginning of time, right? Like you you, you look back thousands of years, there is always some fraud going on or the other, right? Crime crime doesn't uh, isn't new. Uh, what's what's new and what's evolving? Uh, the way in which crime operates, right? And and fraudsters, since it's an it's a game of economics and money, um, fraudsters are going to leverage all and every uh, tool at their disposal uh, to game the system. Uh, and, and and same notion is we have to use every tool at our disposal um, to get to, to catch them from from committing crime. Uh, so what has changed? You'd say you know if you if you look at the last decade or so. Uh, access, you know, the world is more connected, the world is getting more and more uh, omni-channel, uh, digital first, and so on. So that's kind of the uh, enterprise are opening multiple channels, and user can engage in on on phones, on on web, on mobile, on in person, and so on. Uh, 
um, the scale of operation is, is expanding, right? The computing power and access to high computing power uh, is expanding. Uh, so if you add all of that, you know, fraud attacks are getting more complex. They're more, getting more sophisticated. Uh, they're getting more larger. They're getting, you know, they're getting just bigger. And you're not, you're not looking at a a a 16 year old kid uh, who is doing something from from you know from his garage and trying to uh, to move money just for the fun of it. Right? You're looking at really sophisticated, large scale, um, enterprise driven um, fraud schemes and fraud attacks. And thirdly, they're getting more frequent, right? Like just the sheer sheer nature of these attacks, you you know, it's a cat and mouse game. So you want to keep testing, you want to keep uh, outsmarting the protect protection layer. Um, and on the you know, on the other side, folks like uh, like us are really you know trying to you know catch these guys as they iterate through their through their strategy. Uh, so those three, you know, getting larger, getting more frequent, and getting more complex. I would say that's you know that's that's kind of happening in the last uh, decade or so. Well, that's all bad. Um, what what are um you know, I don't know what you can reveal, but what are some um, broad actions you've seen that just surprised you? You couldn't believe that these people were doing this or trying to do this. Yeah, anything you can reveal? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me get to, that, to the extent. Um, so you know, take take few uh, few. I'll, I'll give you a few examples, right? So our customer base uh, and the kind of problems we solve, uh, you know, varies from um, you know new age uh, online mobile bank all the way to really you know the the, the a few of the biggest global financial institutions uh, in the world, right? Um, and the entire spectrum uh, in, in the middle. Um, if you look at uh, some of the, you know, I can go, I can't go deeper into into uh, into specifics, but like take an example of of check fraud. Uh, you know, check fraud is an, is is, is uh, something that you saw it in that 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 movie as well. Uh, dates back, uh, you know, 50, 60 years ago as well. Um, but now. You know, in the last decade or so, moving money or or giving this mobile check deposit is is becoming very it's become very popular. Where you click uh, on your check uh, and then you move money. So you know that that kind of uh, product line really helps end users. Uh, it adds convenience uh, to the end users, and, it, and that's that's what is becoming very or become very popular. Uh, what it opens up is for fraudsters to do really nice, sophisticated. Uh, Attacks uh, and kind of you know essentially mobile check deposit fraud, right? Um, and once we kind of uh, you know got into the space and then help one of our customers solve this 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 problem, it was quite uh, interesting to see you know how you know how some of these schemes actually happen, and then you'll you'll be surprised to see how they kind of iteratively test uh, test your systems, where you know they'll try one, they they fail. And they succeed. They'll try again, and then they'll keep, um, you know, fine-tuning their their strategies uh, in this space. Um, and the simple things like, you know, when you're looking at, at at a check deposit, you know, a small feature like, is there a period, or what's what's what, what is there in the memo field? If you can transcribe it and analyze that and use that in your machine learning AI model, uh, that goes a long way in catching, you know, is this fraudulent or is it not fraudulent? So you'll be surprised to see what level of granularity that these guys go into. And you'll also be surprised to see the level of granularity we will go into to really catch their behavior and catch these schemes um, before they even happen. Hmm. Um, if you're a small enterprise, does that mean you won't be attacked by really sophisticated big operations or there's no correlation? Like, do people 
spend a lot of effort and time attacking you no matter how big you are or is it or does it make sense you know the bigger you are the more money you have the more you'll be attacked uh it's it's some of both um i mean the, in, fraudsters are motivated by money right unless it's a a uh, you know cross border um, espionage or or attack which is motivated politically uh, almost always it's all about the money right um to that end bigger enterprises are far more likely to get attacked uh, just for the sheer uh, lucrative payout that's out there um having said that you know you as a smaller enterprise are going to be the test beds uh, for these big guys to to test out some of their strategies and then you know fine tune and see what works and what doesn't so you know as simple as as uh, doing a card testing right i might come to your your place and shop for a dollar go and use that credit card and and, and you know make a big payout somewhere else so these schemes where uh, you know fraudsters believe it or not they have a a really sophisticated list of of who to attack when to attack and they have they have a very clean uh model around all of these process so so just because you're a small enterprise you will not be attacked uh you know that's that's a that's a very risky assumption to make uh, you know for a fraudster it might be a a test bed uh but that test bed while as a small operation for the fraudster uh, might be you know 50% of your of your revenues and you're out of business no matter what right? uh so if you assume that you you are you're clean being a small enterprise and you get attacked uh you're out of business on day one right so so to that end yes bigger enterprises are far more likely to be attacked um but smaller and smaller companies are not safe uh, in any sense you said it was it was all about the money but what about data you know what, are there a lot of attacks to grab data or is it you know i know the the end goal i'm sure is always money but um do you see a lot of attacks that are at first just to appear to be about grabbing data instead of money uh where to and that that happens as and in, especially as you said you know smaller enterprises uh, often have uh you know especially in the consumer side uh, these you know uh, many of these smaller consumer side enterprises they go from zero to a big number in in no time right they go viral and they don't have the necessary necessary sophistications in place uh when they are not you know, they are very heavily biased towards growth and they 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 don't have the right level of fraud and security protection uh, as they are organically growing uh, so you're spot on is is you're not only vulnerable where where your transaction be compromised but your data and identity is just as 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 payout or even bigger payout uh, when it comes to these attacks um so yes you know you're not safe uh, there either in terms of data being stolen and yeah as in today's today's economy you know data is is key and whether it's identity data or business data uh you risk the business do you do you have to uh essentially hang out in bad places in order to get intelligence you know like monitor the the deep web or the dark web whatever they call it or you know monitor a lot of illicit uh channels and you know for for data for you that would help you prevent fraud yeah it it certainly certainly helps uh we you know we we have couple of uh things that are built into us so we as as i said we provide like an we provide an enterprise stack where some of our key aspects of of data orchestration right like you can uh 
you can build sniffing sniffers and monitoring of 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 you know one data source after another uh, but our play is more around making sure you play well with multiple data provider to get that data in and analyze that data uh, so at any given time for a you know a big bank rollout that that uh, that we do uh, you're looking at you know simple flow like account onboarding you're looking at uh, you know 30 40 50 data feeds um, that we are pulling out from third party data providers real time um, and in that low latency sub-second response, uh, we give a decision saying this is a, a good event or a bad event. For that, we you know we partner with many of these existing uh, you know dark web data data providers, identity data providers, uh, you know uh, uh, phone data providers, and these are all global. Right? So uh, if you're doing business in Africa, whether you're doing business in Europe, you need to understand the global data and also the local um, you know geo data that is relevant to that um, to that uh, segment and to that business hmm. okay um you know without giving away secret sauce uh, you know what else do you do to help clients you know can can you give me some more uh, you know it's, it must be hard to do what you do it's kind of funny because you know you need to sell people and convince them to, to work with you to help prevent fraud but if you give away too much you know you got to be careful about what you give away so what do you what do you tell uh, potential clients that you find is is compelling you know about what you do or what do they find compelling about what you do? Uh, so you know, re- really good question, right? Um, if you can think about uh, fighting for three key areas, right? One is the data itself. Yeah, you need you know data is a difference. You need a lot of data to to fight the fraud. And then second is is what you do with that data. So whether it is you know being able to run really complex uh, AI driven machine learning models. Uh, which we do, um, analyzing all of that real time, uh, mm-hmm. building a data lake around it, and really having that complete enterprise. Um, you know, that's that's the second aspect. Is one data. Second is what you do with the data, and third is people behind it. Uh, so being able to understand patterns and the domain around where we operate, and and that's where we you know we look at our uh, our our customers, not as customers, you know, but as partners, as 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 you know, partners who are in this together and that's how our, our customers look at us as, as well um so so you know, sharing and and bringing our partners together in the process is very key and at the heart of what we what we uh so we're not you know we're not um, secretive about our customers uh, with our customers to that end uh, but of course we are secretive when it comes to you know putting that that technique out there in the in the in open for process to know exactly and how we um so mm. that you know that that's where we draw draw the line. Uh, but some right. of the you know uh, interesting, which I'll be happy to share, is to take an example of, of um, you know a, a simple small feat like battery level. Right? Uh, I understand uh, you know across all of our customers, from banking, from online classifiers, marketplaces, e-commerce merchants to dating sites. You know, I have I have tons and tons of data across my customers uh, around what is optimal battery level. Uh, of what uses operate, right? Uh, now I, I look at you know I look at all of my customers and I have really uh, predictive data and I'm applying uh, AI models on top to know that hey uh, you know if it's a low battery and the person is working from office uh, and it's been low battery for last you know six hours there's something off going on, right? Uh, and these are these are simple things that I'm explaining. The the ML model is far more sophisticated than than that. Now, for the fraudsters to kind of game, uh, you know, fraudsters won't have access to all organic users across so many um, enterprises to know uh, how they should operate to pass my my checks. Uh, 
uh, that's a very right. daunting task for for them and that's where you know i'm leveraging i'm leveraging not just data that is there across my customers uh, i'm leveraging the right set of of algorithms and ml techniques that i'm applying on top of that data and i also i'm going to bring in domain expertise who understands how business is done and how consumer behavior or organic user behavior uh vis-a-vis that one particular feature which is the battery level um so that you know sure. just to give you a, a glimpse of 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 and all of that intelligence is there in our platform which is shared with our customers so uh, we don't you know our philosophy has been in similarity right from day one and that's kind of our, our vision is is we are not a black box provider we, we are here to really engage uh and and help our partners uh to the extent that it it helps them uh it, it truly helps them as opposed to just a black and white yes no answer is and you know right. it's giving far more context and that's what helps them being future proof as well right you can solve one problem today uh but the problem is that problem definition is going to change you is an you know well documented or recently that 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 talk, that came out is is p2p transfer right um that's getting very popular in the last 4 5 years and one of the product that really got launched uh they were heavily attacked um with people moving money uh you know uh, and they were not prepared for for that kind of business uh because you know more often than not fraud and security protection often comes as an afterthought uh, and then if you don't have the right data and and domain expertise and the platform behind it um you're going to get attacked very quickly um so that you know that's what we see that as a as a partnership relationship with our customers it it lets proof ourselves for the future as well do you get resistance from companies i mean i guess they'll come to you a lot more often when they've been attacked but when you're working with them you know i would guess you you suggest hey you know you should it's pretty iterative you know like we found this you should change this procedure oh look we see that you should change that do they do they listen to you or that relationship just takes time or yeah i mean i, I mean i said i mean it's a, it's a partner is relationship we uh, on our side have we are really nicely positioned understand uh, you know best practices and what works and what doesn't work across our customers so to that end you know our customers gets a big value um around uh, best practices and recommendations that will help them improve the product i mean at the end of the day they own their product uh but um you know we we partner very closely to give you know give these uh, recommendations uh and then help them um you know fight uh fraud so you know the best part of fraud management is fraud prevention uh and to that end more often than not uh, the places where you get attacked the most is uh you know a simple uh, simple things that you can fix uh, within the product itself uh, of course you wouldn't know what to fix and how to to uh, fine tune your product unless you have the data analytics uh, you know the fraud analytics behind it we provide so as i said it's an iterative process uh, but for us uh, the biggest value that we see is is understanding the landscape uh, and having a, a really good mix of of new age you know bleeding edge customers who are willing um, you know be the uh, be in the forefront of of testing out many of these product lines and and us uh, testing out many of these strategies uh, that work on on these customers and then apply and and share you know what works whether it, it is in machine learning and algorithm whether it is a data feed uh, whether it is best practice um, across a customer base and helping them uh, you know at, at the end of it we are all together to fight the bad guy oh, very good um what's the uh, last question do you 
Well, God forbid, but it's going to happen. Uh, do, do you see attackers using their own AI to try to be your AI in your system? Uh, that I mean, it, it sounds like a sci-fi uh, movie theme, but it's you know it, it's definitely happening. It, it, it's definitely happening where you know the the, the schemes and themes that we uh, from the attack side that we prevent. Um, you see that that you know they change their strategy so quick um, that it's it's definitely a combination of of uh, a domain expert fraud uh, fraudster equipped with the right set of of tools uh, to make that happen. Um, and so, so fraudsters using AI, you know, as I said, they, they, you know, social engineering based attacks were very common, uh, you know, or, or are still common, but they started, I would say, you know, seven, eight years ago, a decade ago, uh, where they would do really complex social, social engineering uh, attacks. And then you would imagine, you know, that's a level of sophistication, which is at par with what the good guys were using. Uh, so they are not that far behind, um, and now you know they are leveraging the AI techniques, which are getting very, very popular, and and more importantly, they're getting very access. Right. So if a small startup, uh, you know, can use an open source stack to, to develop a a, um, a layer in place that uses AI, and we have really evolved uh, in the last four four years of our our, our since we really come up with a, a sophisticated AI AI based uh, platform for fighting fraud. I'm pretty sure processes are not that far behind in that. Era. So it's just a matter of for you constantly uh, evolving, be adaptive, um, and learning. The well, very good. Uh, so what's the best way for uh, interested companies to contact you? You know, website, email, what do you suggest? Sure, I mean, similarity.com, our website is, is, is a uh, right place to go. You get a lot of information about what we do. We have white papers there. We have case studies there. Uh, you know, contact us, Similarity uh, would be a good place for email. Uh, uh, reach out to us. We're happy to give demos, uh, happy to talk more in detail about your use case uh, and, and, and go deeper into uh, what we do and how we solve uh, problems. Very good. Well, Kamet, thank you for coming on the call. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Pleasure for it. Thanks for having me. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.